Hi there. Do you know what your anxiety profile is? Me, I was a besieged panicker. We often say that the first step to reversing anxiety is to understand it. And that's why we've created a tool to help you discover your anxiety profile. And it's totally free. In about 90 seconds, you'll receive your customized anxiety profile. And it will answer so many questions you've probably been struggling with, including, am I going crazy? And why me? So if you haven't yet, pause this episode and head to lifefreeofanxiety.com slash profile or click the link in the show notes. I promise you'll get a lot more out of this and every episode once you know your anxiety profile. And now, on to the show. Heart palpitations. Yeah, usually scary, but usually not dangerous. Dr. Barr and I break that down for you in today's episode. Let's go. Welcome to the Life Free of Anxiety podcast, where each week we'll bring you another discussion to help you on your way to overcoming your fears. I'm Erica, and together with Dr. Charles Barr, a licensed clinical psychologist specializing in anxiety, we'll be your guides on this journey. To find a list of helpful free resources we offer, head to lifefreeofanxiety.com. Because you are not broken, you are not alone, and you are on your way to living a life free of anxiety. Welcome back to the Life Free of Anxiety podcast. I love having guests on this show, but I love having Dr. Barr on just as much, if not more. And he is back today to discuss heart palpitations from his clinical psychological, 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 um, what I'm trying to say is he's a clinical psychologist and he's going to be talking about heart palpitations with me because I had a heart palpitation this past week, and it was kind of scary. So we're going to talk about what does it mean when you have them, and um, what are the things that it kind of leads you to believe sometimes, and what are the dangers, how do you know if it is dangerous? Heart palpitations. And we're not talking about falling in love either. Oh, Um, I thought we were. Oh. (laughs) I think I have the wrong show notes pulled up in front of me. (laughs) It's not Valentine's Day. That might be a good topic someday, though, following in the brain chemistry, falling in love. There's some interesting stuff on that topic, but we're, that's not what we're talking about. Well, there, there would be, but we couldn't do that in, the, in a short period of time. No, not today anyway. Uh, but actually, uh, lots and lots of people have heart palpitations, and lots of our anxiety people have heart palpitations. Mm-hmm. So you may be one of those people that experiences heart palpitations. Uh, Erica, have you ever had heart palpitations? Well, not until this week, which is weird. Um, I oh, you had them this week. I did, and it's, I'm so sorry. I know it was actually scary. I've always said, like, I think when you're an anxious per, when you know, I was stuck in my anxiety. My thing was like, why do I have depersonalization, which is that unreal feeling, right? That unreality feeling. Right. I would get that, and I would just focus on that. And then people would say, you know, I have heart palpitations or whatever, and I'd always be like, that's whatever. I don't understand that. So I'd block it out. I'm the one who really suffers. Right. But then I had heart palpitations this week and it was pretty scary. Um, I wasn't, I was having a conversation with Kyle and all of a sudden my heart was just beating so fast that I thought something must be wrong. I totally see why people end up in the emergency room now. Um, but it turned out I went to the room and I was like, what's going on? Um, And I just did a relaxation exercise. And then I was like, okay, but this wasn't anxiety. This was something else. And so I started reading about why you can have them. And I was reassured to read that, 
you know, it's pretty, they're not really generally dangerous. So I was like, okay, that's good. Cause I don't even really know much about this. And then I found that herbal supplements can do it. And I had had an herbal tea that morning with black licorice, um, which can do it. Oh, and okay. That seemed to be what set off the heart palpitations, which um, did go away after I just relaxed a little bit and sat there. But it was scary. It was it was a loud heart. You know, I was like, what's what's wrong? What's, what's my body trying to warn me about? That's what it felt like. So I have a whole new respect yes. for people who have this because... And that's why I wanted to talk about it because I've never, I mean, if it, it gave me anxiety to have them. That's for sure. I was like, whoa, what's happening? It was Well, it certainly can. Yeah. It, well, now, there, there's a lot of interesting things about heart palpitations. So, so let's talk about some of those. Um, by the way, I've had heart palpitations for years. Um, oh, you have? Remember, I've been doing relaxation since, uh, what, 1988? Wow. You're one of the first changers uh, then. I was pretty close. Okay. I think they've been going about 10 years when I got in. Interesting. But um, so I've been doing relaxation a long time. And when I would get really relaxed, I would get this really different sensation in my chest hmm. and just at the bottom of my breastbone. And I actually trained myself to think that that is when I really got relaxed. And in fact, it was. When I would get really relaxed, I would get a heart palpitation. Wow. And that unfortunately oh. is not unusual. I did not so know that this. when you actually okay. relax your body and you let go of all the tension, sometimes you get heart palpitations. Sorry, I just want to ask, is but, this this is like nervous system release then? If you start burping after relaxing or yawning, is that the same kind of thing? Very can, similar. Okay. Okay, got it. I did very not know. Very similar. This. Interesting. So I didn't know that that's what that feeling was, mm -hmm. but then I, I started having more and more trouble with the heart palpitations and they really started bothering me. Mm -hmm. Of course, I had been checked out by the doctor. I went to the doctor and I got the EKG and I did all that uh, workup and he said, well, yeah, you have me, you're throwing some PVCs and you know, you're, it's, it's not dangerous. Lots of people have them and live with them forever and it's not dangerous. Right. But at one point I got to the place where I was getting what they call quadrigemini. And it was like, my heart was skipping a beat every fourth beat. So that's where wow. the quad comes in. Uh, so it was thump, 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 nothing, thump, 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 nothing. <laughs> and that just became so irritating that I, yeah. I went to the doctor and I said, look, uh, this is just irritating to me and I, I can't ignore it. And it's bothering me. So how about some medication to help control the heartbeat? And so at hmm. that point I went on some beta blockers for, to try to help regulate that. Oh, wow. So one of the interesting things is that we can ignore a lot of symptoms that we have in our body. And sometimes our body doesn't signal as well that something's going on. What we seem not to be able to ignore, it almost seems like we're hardwired pay attention to things that happen in our chest area. So what is a heart palpitation? Well, um, I could tell you pretty vividly. Okay. My heart was the most, the strongest thing I felt was that it was just beating irregular and that it was hard. It was going to the point where it felt like it was coming out sort of like it was going so fast that it was not coming out. That sounds really morbid okay, so so it was it was so strong that so it heartbeat. was rapid yeah it felt like it was just so 
such a strong sensation of the heartbeat going in my chest. Pounding. Yeah, it was, and it wasn't like an oh. out of breath type. It was like you could, you're just so still as can be, and then your heart is just like doing, like running, Rock, like it's running on its own. You know, you're like just sprinting, I should say. And um, yes, yeah, too quickly thump in the chest, heartbeat that can feel irregular. I definitely felt the irregularness too. Yeah. Okay. Um, so sometimes people get that, that pounding. It's like, there's something in there rocking my chest. You know, yeah. it's, it's almost like you feel like your whole body is moving every time your heart beats. Right. Uh, that irregularity is there. Um, sometimes I feel it sometimes up in my throat. Hmm. I don't feel it in my chest, but I feel it in my throat. Uh, sometimes people sh uh, will feel it in their, um, their left shoulder or someplace like that over to the side. Uh, so you can feel it in different places, but it gets your attention. Yes, like, it definitely what does. What is that? And that's, that's, what is that? That's what's so strange about it being generally harmless because it does not feel generally harmless. It feels like you should be getting ready to gear up and pay attention because your body's trying to tell you something and it's, and you know, right. and of course, what you think it is is a heart attack or a heart issue or heart murmur. Oh yes, there's the first thought that comes. Is yes, it, am I having a heart attack? And there you are in the ER suddenly. And I always thought that sounded a little funny. Like, well, I've never gone to the ER for an anxiety attack. Now I get it <laughs> because your body yes. thinks you yes. and your body make the assumption and kind of rightfully, I mean, not rightfully so, but understandably so that you know. This could be really an emergency situation. Well, that's right, because you know something isn't right, because mm -hmm. chest isn't supposed to be doing that, and your heart isn't supposed to be doing that. You're not supposed to be feeling this way. Yeah. So, like I said, it's like we're hardwired. We, we can't seem to ignore it, which is, you know, when I went to see the, the doctor when I had the quadrigemini, he said, well, lots of people live with that. You don't have to have medication for that. You know it's not harmful. Right. You know, it's not dangerous. It's like, yes, but it is really uncomfortable and annoying. Yeah. You know, so I'd like some. So he agreed to, to give me something. And that's because that's it good. is because it grabs your attention all the time. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think the thing we don't realize though is a lot of times, and like what I had to do was say, well, what just happened? What did I do differently today? Or what's, since this doesn't happen normally, what what I do differently today? Or if it does happen normally, what am I doing every day? And I think, I don't think we always give herbal teas or supplements the credit they deserve because they can be very strong. Herbs can be strong. Caffeine for sure yes. can do that. I mean, for, we already know. For sure caffeine yes. can. Um, pregnancy can have some really weird, I mean, I had my first pregnancy a year ago now and man, <laughs> that can just bring on just about yes. anything. So that's one of them. Yes, it can. Yes. Uh, so those kinds of hormonal shifts that go on during pregnancy mm -hmm. or maybe even just during a woman's menstruation period, yes. you know, it, it's like, yes, that, that can bring it on. Sometimes alcohol can mm. try to determine, okay, is there a cause here that I can determine? Often there is no cause you can determine. Mm -hmm. uh, you had the experience with the herbal tea. I, I was taking an herbal supplement uh, that I got from someone at uh, my office building. I had gotten some from him. And all of a sudden, my heart just dysregulated all over the place. Wow. I ended up going to the doctor, and 
trying to get it re-regulated. What well, can you find out the herbal uh, tea that I was using was uh, mushroom-based or mm. the, the supplement I was saying was a mushroom-based supplement. I hadn't looked at it that closely to know that. So <laughs> it's like, okay, did I ever clip that? Yeah. I mean, there's some weird things. I think I told you guys recently I had a weird reaction to a nose spray. Like, I mean, who knows? Yeah. You generally say, oh, yeah, I'll take that. That'll be fine. And even sometimes things you were okay with in the past. Like, I've had this tea before. It's called throat coat. And I use it because I'm a voiceover artist. So I was using it to give my voice, you know, some moisture. And and so I've done, okay. I've, I've had this tea plenty of times. It's never happened. So that's what's strange too. We've talked about, and it might be a good time to go back to the sensitivity episode if you can, just yes. on how things affect us. Because remember, if you have anxiety, you're most likely a sensitive person, which means you're sensitive to all kinds of stimulants and medication. And we really, I think, did a pretty good job breaking that down in those episodes if you want to go back. But I think it can be a mystery. Like what heart palpitations, what's going on? Well, if you have anxiety anyway, too, the supplements on top of anxiety are not going to help. That's right. Well, okay. So your first response when you get a heart palpitation is heart attack. How do you know whether this is something that's dangerous or something that's not dangerous? It sometimes is very difficult to tell. And part of the problem is we add the second fear. Um, we have a first fear and we can't control that. If our heart does a flip-flop or it skips a beat or it beats an extra beat, that causes an alarm reaction inside us. That's the hard wire. And we can't, we can't not do that. Mm -hmm. But what we can control is the second fear. So we've got the first fear that is hardwired. The second fear is, okay, what are we going to say to ourselves about this? What are we going to do with this? Um, and that makes all the difference in the world in terms of what you end up saying to yourself and ultimately what kind of reaction you will end up with. Right. Reassuring yourself you're okay. Most likely you're fine. Yeah. Uh, and it's sort of like, okay, so I have a heart palpitation. Is it continuing or did it just happen once? Mm -hmm. Am I feeling worse? Other than being scared, you know, getting a little bit of adrenaline. Mm -hmm. Am I having other, other pains? Am I having pain down my left arm? Am I having pain somewhere else in my body? Droopy face, slurred speech, I think are both stroke symptoms. If all of a sudden along with that, you break into a, a cold sweat, you're feeling nauseated, some things like that. I suggest you go ahead and call the doctor or go to the ER mm -hmm. and get, get yourself checked out because we don't want you to call it a, a panic attack when you are having a heart attack. Yeah. So here's, here's that, that difference between, uh, possibility signs and probability signs. Mm. Is it possible you're having a heart attack? It's possible. Are there any other corroborating symptoms that come along with it? Most of the time there are not. Mm -hmm. If what you're experiencing is uh, true heart palpitations, that's usually all you get. Yeah. You got this funny feeling in your chest or throat or uh, top of your stomach or arm or what, you know, and that's it. You know, you're not getting anything else. And uh, I, I will say I got a little dizzy after my heart palpitations. I, that was because I got scared. And I said, oh, I'm holding my breath. That's why I'm so scared. 
So I just tightened up, you know, I was like, whoa. And then I tightened up and then I got scared. And so I realized if I can do a body relaxation right now, and if I can feel like I've calmed down and and gotten myself back, then I know it's not an emergency. And I I pretty much already knew it was, but that was just my way of talking to myself because I had gotten scared. I still do get scared from time to time. I'm not, not immune to, you know, um, I think none of us are immune to feeling scared. Exactly. Um, so, but yeah, I think that's also another way to check is can you, can you get relaxed? Are, are you, cause when you really can't breathe, cause this is shortness of breath is also a symptom. If you really can't breathe, you'll, you'll really know there's a difference that's between right. panic shortness of breath and real shortness of breath. So I think basically you would kind of know if it's truly an emergency, but don't forget at the same time, all of these things can also create a lot of anxiety like similar symptoms, like you might feel uh, dizzy or short of breath or sweating or nauseous. So yes. That can be anxiety too. So it's it's a little tricky. That's right. To it know, can be. To know which is which. And like I was saying, and I want people to hear this from me, you know, uh, I would do my deep breathing and at the end of letting all the air out, heart palpitation. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, at the very point where I should be the most relaxed, that's where I would get a heart palpitation, That's so which is why I ended up pairing it with the relaxed feeling. Uh-huh. So when I went on, you know, and I was good at relaxing, I am very, very good at relaxing. Yeah, you tell me to relax. And, I relax. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, after I went on the beta blockers, I would do my relaxation and that feeling would not be there. And it's That's like, nice. what's wrong? Why can't I get that feeling? Oh, yo, you wanted you know? it. Because I still hadn't made the connection that that's oh, oh interesting that's a heart palpitation that's not relaxation now is this common what you were going through that some that you could have a palpitation? oh I suspect it may not be okay because I don't I've never had anything like um, that but I'm just wondering I don't now, know now I think that it is it is common mm-hmm. uh, to have heart palpitations when you are relaxing it's not necessarily at the at the very end of yeah. the breath. But as you start to let the stress go, I've had several people who, when they've been working out, they're doing fine. But as they start to cool down, their heart will go into palpitations mm-hmm. as they come through the cool down period. Mm-hmm. And that's very concerning. You know, what's wrong with my heart? Nothing's wrong with your heart. Your heart just took you up to 160 beats a minute as you were working out. There's nothing wrong with your heart. Your heart's just yeah. re-regulating and it's doing some funny things as it slows down. Yeah. Um, and I, I would say that one way to really prevent these heart palpitations most of the time is to regularly be doing relaxation exercises. If this is very concerning to you that this is happening, um, I think it's more typical than not that if you do body relaxation exercises regularly, you're going to start preventing having heart palpitations sneak up on you from anxiety as far as caffeine and supplements, you, you've got to decide for yourself if you're going to give that stuff up. But if it's coming truly from anxiety, a healthy, right. a healthy diet of being doing these relaxation exercises should really f- start freeing you up from those symptoms, which is nice because that's something you can do without any side effects. I mean, generally, except in Dr. Barr's that's case, right. but, but uh, for the most uh, part, yeah, if you're doing these. Hey, I, I never said I wasn't strained. <laughs> That's true. You are a psychologist, so maybe you have your own like relationship with these sorts of mental health things, or I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, that's correct. But. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I know for me, like with depersonalization, I, when I first met you, I was like, like basically I would have given you a million dollars if you could tell me how to stop having depersonalization. And when I started doing body relaxation at exercises, it went away. I don't get it anymore. It just doesn't happen. Um, right. Unless, you know, it, it could happen to me if I wasn't taking care of myself and I got an extreme overload of stress. I might I might have like a hiccup and then go do a relaxation exercise, exercise and it would fade. But I used to have it consistently. So I just want to drive home the point that these are, I, I understand that this probably scares you. It scared me the other day, but um, yeah, if you want to stop dealing with it, that might be your answer right there. If yes, it might be. And so that, that really is one of the, the frontline tools that you're going to want to, to, to try if mm -hmm. you're having heart palpitations uh, to see if that will make a difference in how you're feeling and how your heart regulates itself so that it's not responding to stress by giving you extra beats or uh, a skip beat or that kind of thing. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable so, what these relaxation exercises can do for you. The other thing I wanted to note is if this has been happening and you're taking different medications or supplements or or even if you just suffer with anxiety and you get heart palpitations, uh, you can keep a journal of what time it happened and if you had just had coffee or if... Uh, you had had coffee in your day or, you know, just, and you can always share that with your medical doctor if you're um, afraid, but I would also recommend really getting good at the relaxation exercises because that's usually not prescribed by a doctor. They might mention it. To me, I think that's everything, but medication certainly could be right for you. I'm not going to say it's not. It's well, and it's interesting because um, if you're having heart palpitations and you take a Xanax and uh, your heart palpitations quit, well, Xanax is not a heart medication. Xanax is an anxiety medication. So there's a direct link between the anxiety that you're feeling and the heart palpitations that are happening. And mm. if you want a heart medication, then you would, would probably be prescribed a beta blocker or something. And uh, that would more regulate the heart itself. And sometimes doctors will do that for stage fright. Oh, wow. Uh, because it helps regulate the, the heart rhythm. And so people don't get anxious. It's, it tends to block the anxiety because their heart doesn't take off and race on them. So uh, one of the beta blockers is often used for stage fright. Uh, but that's not Xanax actors. that you're talking about? This no. Is, okay. No, no, this is a beta blocker. Now, what about an antidepressant, though? Can that cause, like something like Zoloft, can that cause heart palpitations as any of the side effects? I think any of the medications that we use in these classes, that can be one of the side effects. If you have been on a medication for a long, long time, and all of a sudden you start having heart palpitations, it probably is not that medication. But if you just started, let's say your doctor gave you an antidepressant and you started that, and now you're having heart palpitations, it may well be that that's one of the side effects. Okay. Uh, it's an unwanted side effect for yeah. sure. So you you would need to talk to the doctor about that and see about change patients. Interesting. Well, here's the here's the bottom line: uh, is we want you to use your best judgment. Yeah. Observe what's happening to your body. If it if it feels progressive to you, go ahead and and call the doctor or go to urgent care or emergency room. You know, get checked out so that you get the reassurance mm -hmm. so that then you can tell yourself with authority 
that no, this is just heart palpitation and it's not dangerous. Mm-hmm. See, if you can say that to yourself with the doctor's authority behind it, then you're going to believe it. Yeah. You need to see what the timing is. It, you know, is it, is it that time of month? If you're a woman, is it connected with having a menstrual cycle so that you can try to see what is related to the heart palpitations? Yes, definitely. But overall, heart palpitations, a lot of people have heart palpitations yes. and they just live with them. And, you know, those folks who aren't real sensitive oftentimes don't end up in the emergency room because they kind of go, oh, that was weird. And they mm-hmm. go on. Uh, they note that they have it, but they don't add the second fear. And so they just live, learn to live with it. And that's fine. And they don't think twice about it when it happens. Like, oh, yeah, there's that. And mm-hmm. kind of a ho-hum, tisk tisk. Yes. And if so. it has happened to you, some of the most normal, wonderful people I know have ended up in the emergency room afraid of what it meant. I was scared of it the other day. So just remember, you're not alone. Yes. If it has scared you, that's okay. Just If um, it scares you. That's pretty normal. And if it scares you and you can't kind of get your mind back away from it, Go see. Yeah, or call your doctor. You can always call or yeah. email, but don't yeah. feel crazy. You're not. You're really normal, <laughs> actually. Right. All yeah. right. Well, this was okay. I, I hope this was helpful. I think it should be because now that I got a little piece of what it's like, I was actually really interested in this podcast episode and all of Dr. Barr's wisdom that he always brings. Well, I just want you guys to not be afraid and, and not frighten yourselves. Yes. Your body is an amazing instrument and it can do some very strange things that aren't dangerous. Yes, that's That's part of what we're trying to learn. And if you um, want to relax with Dr. Barr, you can get our free relaxation audio at lifefreeofanxiety.com slash relax. That's one we really recommend to uh, calm the body so that this becomes less of an issue for you. Absolutely. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for being here. All right. Bye-bye. Well, it was definitely fun to get back with you guys and to get this episode out for you. Um, We, just a reminder, get your free book now, Free From Fears. Free From Fears is the foundation of the change program. So it's a really easy, free way to find out more if um, you want to join us this next time. All right. Well, thank you for being here today. I hope you found this episode useful and we will talk next week. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope that something in today's conversation provided you with a feeling of hope, determination, or purpose. I know what you're going through, and that's why I want to give you some of the tools that helped me in my anxiety journey. To get a free copy of Free From Fears, head to freefromfearsbook.com. To find out more about the Change Anxiety Treatment Program, find us at changedwith2as.com. Thanks again for listening, and remember, you are not broken, you are not alone, and you are on your way to living a life free of anxiety. See you next week. Before you go, I wanted to give you one last reminder to discover your anxiety profile at lifefreeofanxiety.com profile. Going forward, we really think this should be the starting point for everyone's anxiety journey. Once you're done, once you're done, you'll probably wonder how we could learn so much from just a few questions. It really is amazing.
What you don't see is behind the scenes, your responses are compared to what we've learned from helping over 200,000 people just like you reverse their anxiety over the past 40 years. It's a data-backed assessment with real insights. I promise it's worth 90 seconds of your time, and it's totally free. Just click the link in the show notes or head to lifefreeofanxiety.com profile, and I'll talk to you again soon.